is up bros welcome to the all bros podcast i'm caleb and i am jonathan and we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life uh this week on the podcast we only have one item to talk about in 4k spotlight uh so we will discuss that and then we'll get straight into our breakdown which will finally be our breakdown of uncharted (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not like it's been pushed back like a month that didn't happen yeah it's it's been a hot minute <laughs> <laughs> but we finally both went and, and saw it and yeah so we're Which, gonna break it down speaking of that i have an experience to talk about with that that i'm just gonna let you know right now you might have to mark this episode as a explicit I usually do, so you're good. Okay, good. Good. Okay, cool. Good. Good. <laughs> that's what that's been my go to now. I'm just like, ah, did he cuss this episode? I don't remember. <laughs> Explicit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you guys can look forward to that and I think with that we can get straight into the breakdown. Or not breakdown. Get into our episode. What do you like, say? Oh man, dude. Yeah, I know, freaking jump the gun. All right, let's do it. Need motivation? Angry Dad Podcast. Trying to jumpstart your life? Angry Dad Podcast. You want help getting off the couch? Angry Dad Podcast. You need a verbal kick in the ass? Angry Dad Podcast. You want to hear from somebody who's been through it all? Angry Dad Podcast. I am here for you. You can find me on all podcast platforms. All right, starting up with 4K Spotlight. We have one new movie coming out. And Rose, do you want to tell us about this one? I would love to. So it's a movie that we both really enjoyed, a great sequel, and that is Sing 2. Um, so this will be coming to just regular 4K and Blu-ray, uh, along with two exclusives, which I'm tempted to pick up the Target exclusive just because I want to at least own one exclusive of this movie, and they never, they didn't make a Steelbook for it, and I'm so mad because I had the first movie on Steelbook, and it's just going to look awkward now on my shelf. Dude, why would they not release a steelbook for this? Right? It's the top grossing animated film of 2021. It's the top? Yeah. Well, because uh, Encanto uh, literally um, only played for, like, I think two weeks. Or, sorry, no, a month before it went to Disney+. Plus. And so I think it was only able to get, like, three, like $250 million from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Ooh. And then, it, yeah, I I agree with that. But the, but it's found it's uh it's found its stride on Disney Plus. It's 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 made back its money for how many times it's been streamed. It's at it's at number one every single week. Yeah. Um. Okay, that makes sense. Then I guess. Yeah. So I was gonna say good. like that that doesn't sound right, especially with Encanto, but. Okay, yeah. like consider taking that into consideration. Like, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about Encanto. <laughs> um, um, so a Sing Two. Uh, so like I said, regular 4K and Blu-ray releases, of course. But along with those, Target is releasing a just a Blu-ray version. And I I hate that Target never releases their exclusives on 4K. I hate that. It always has to just be regular Blu-ray. Like, come on, guys, get with the times. Um, but anyway, so this exclusive comes with 10 collectible character cards. Why I kind of want this, I don't know. 
but it's better than the Walmart exclusive. So who's ready to hear the Walmart exclusive? Oh, geez. <laughs> Uh, and you know what? I get it, probably because you know, like this is directed to kids. But like, come on, this is kind of dumb. All right, so it includes collector's edition Blu-ray, which that's what all the regular Blu-ray is anyway. It little jit says collector's edition Blu-ray. Uh, inflatable guitar, Rockstar glasses with pouch. You, you know, you, you you can't forget that, and a microphone. Uh, Walmart. <laughs> How far you have fallen. <laughs> right? So, yeah, if anyone wants to pick up that amazing limited edition gift set of Sing 2, where you get an inflatable guitar, come on, that that, that that's, that's a no-brainer. That's the exclusive you want. <laughs> so, that comes out this Tuesday. I love the passive-aggressive shade you're throwing at this. <laughs> <laughs> so fo yeah folks on on march 29th you can own your very own sing to blow up guitar yep freaking hell or sorry just inflatable guitar i'm sorry same when you think they can't come up with anything more dumb than the freaking character cards you know, I kind of like the character cards. So you I mean, hated kinda... them at first. You grew to like them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, Caleb, yeah. Caleb got me to like them. Dude, no, freaking Blu-ray has bullied you into liking them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not wrong. Um, Shit. But yeah, that is the only thing that, at least big wise. That is coming uh, to 4K this week. Oh, sorry. Uh, one more thing is actually coming out. Um, that uh, Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson movie, Marry Me. Oh, my gosh. Did you watch that movie? No, I did not. Oh, so good. Really? Oh, shit. It, okay. It was... It, I'm a sucker for cheesy romances, and this is just nothing but cheese. <laughs> Okay, but I you know loved I every single second of it. <laughs> okay, well, you know, when it's cheaper, I will definitely buy it then. Yeah, Hi highly recommend. It, it's 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 a really good time. I okay. I loved it. Ugh, it's just such a heartwarming movie. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's all I'll say about that for now. <laughs> uh. But yeah, that, that's all I got for 4K Spotlight. Hell yeah. Alrighty, well with that, like I said, that was our only news item. So how about we get into this week's breakdown? Let's do it. This week, we will be breaking down Uncharted. Um, like we said, like what, six minutes ago? <laughs> A new record. No, I'm scared. I don't think that is. It's 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 close. Oh, it is. Oh. The the only one that I'm remembering that was like really early was one 
time when we went like 13 minutes. So wow. I'm not a hundred percent certain that we've like other than like the times that we've completely like had nothing to talk about. Uh, okay. Well, okay then. Maybe, yeah. Well, shit. Yeah. So this might be a record with something that we've had something to talk about. Woo! <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So like I said, this week we'll be breaking down Uncharted. Um, if you guys are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final all bros letter grade. And the eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal grade at the very end. All of those numbers get magically added up into thrown into our algorithm and spits out a letter grade for us to look at. And then yeah, buddy. Yeah, and then at the very end we compare it to other uh to similar movies of the same score. So with that, if you have not seen Uncharted, do yourself a favor, go check it out. And if you uh, haven't seen any of the video game or haven't played any of the video games, or at least that's what we've been told. <laughs> yes. I have never played any of the video games. I know Rose has never played any of the video games. I couldn't find anyone that's played the video games that wanted to come on. <laughs> Damn. That would have been a really fun breakdown. I know, but yeah, so we're just uh we're just gonna discuss it amongst ourselves because yeah. it's literally just us talking about a movie. We're not gonna relate it to the video games at all. So Yep. Um so with that Rose is about to spoil the entire movie for you. So if you have not seen Uncharted, stop listening past this point. Um so Rose, you wanna take our synopsis us? I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. All right. So, brothers Sam and Nathan, Nate, Drake, are caught by museum security trying to steal the first map made after the... Wow, I'm already butchering. I'm already forgetting the freaking name. Ma- Mage- Magellan? Mag- Magellan. Magellan. Jeez Louise, Jonathan. I just literally saw this movie Sunday. How the hell do I already forget how to say this shit? Well, they didn't, like, fully dive into like the whole Magellan or like not dive in they didn't focus on it too heavy okay so right. thanks for I'll let you slide better. with that one appreciate it <laughs> right, after the, after the Mag- Magellan expedition the orphanage that houses both boys kicks Sam out before he leaves Sam promises his return to Nate and leaves him a ring with the inscription seek parvis magna we're going to pretend that I said that right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can already just see, uh, hear a bunch of Uncharted fans putting in the comments, that's not how you say it, Rose. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fifteen years later, Nate works as a bartender in New York City and pickpockets wealthy patrons. Victor Sully Sullivan, a fortune hunter who worked with Sam tracking treasure hidden by the Magellan crew, Magellan, god damn it, Magellan crew, explains to Nate that Sam vanished after helping him steal Juan Sebastian Elcano's diary. 
Nate, who received several postcards from Sam over the years, agrees to help Sully to find his brother. Sully and Nathan go to go to an auction to steal a golden uh, cross linked to the Magellan crew. I'm just going to keep butchering these names. Where they meet Santiago Mancada, the last descendant of the Mancada family who funded Ma Magellan's expedition, and Joe Braddock, leader of mercenaries hired by Mancada. Nate is ambushed by Braddock's men, and the ensuing fight creates a distraction for Sully to steal the cross. The duo travel to Barcelona, where the treasure is supposedly hidden, and rendezvous with Sully's contact, Chloe Frazier, who has another cross. Chloe steals the first cross from Nate, but the men convince her to work with them. Meanwhile, Mancada learns from his father that the family fortune will be donated and so orders Braddock to kill his father so that he will inherit the money instead. Nate, Chloe, and Sol Sully follow clues in Elcano's diary to Santa Maria del P, finding a secret crypt behind the altar. Nate and Chloe enter, finding a trap door, but as they open it, the crypt floods with water. Okay. Because th th it was at this point in the movie that I had my um, freaking... Uh, horrible theater experience. Caleb, did you have an, a, a bad theater experience at all with this movie? Um, no. I went to go see this movie around noon on a Tuesday. Okay. So, there was, like, no one in my theater. Oh, you lucky son of a bitch. I mean, there was probably about, like, ten in my theater, because I saw this Sunday... Afternoon, well, like around like five o'clock, so not really afternoon, Sunday evening. Um, but I didn't think that you know, like there'd be a lot of people there. And you know what? Up until this point, everyone was quiet. It was actually like really, really nice. But at this point, some—I'm sorry to say this—some old fucker. <laughs> he, he, I, I hear his. I I hear his phone. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And so he not only does he he doesn't try to like silence it in his pocket. No, he pulls it out, and that shit is freaking bright. It mm, he pulls it out, and it, this motherfucker is on it for it seems like five minutes, and like literally bright as bright as fuck. No one's saying anything <laughs> behind him. <laughs> I'm right next to him, and so like I'm like putting up my hood, and like and I I fully admit I said it pretty loud. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I was so, like, I should have told him, like, to, like, can you please put your phone away? But I'm, like, that kind of person that, like, I, mm, I don't really want to, you know, get into it with someone, but I really no, should No, you're just, just the type of person to bitch about it on their podcast. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because that's the best way to do it, guys, folks. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, so, yeah, he's on it for five minutes, and it's, yeah, it's during this, this, uh, this whole thing where, uh, Chloe, it's Chloe, right? Yes. Yeah, Chloe and Nate are like, uh, you know, like about to get trapped underwater, and they have to keep counting on Sully. They're counting on Sully to tr uh, turn, uh, uh, put a key into one of the knobs. Yada yada yada, whatever. So he's like on it for like five freaking minutes, um, and then he puts away. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm I'm hoping that he just told the person that texted him that you know, hey, I'm at a movie. Don't text me. Because I'm stupid and I'll check it, even though, you know, I'm not supposed to check my phone while I'm watching a movie. And I'm not joking you, 20 minutes later, he checks it again for another five minutes. 
I'm like, are you freaking kidding me, dude? You dude, paid money what? for this movie ticket. Why you gotta ruin it for everybody else? Dude, I would have VR is becoming much better than because literally it seems every single time that I go to the movie theater now, someone ruins my experience. It hasn't been a good, like, perfect experience for me probably since uh, I saw Eternals. And that was back in November. <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> this, this is bullshit. I say, I say whatever, whatever we do, like, whatever we do next week, because the movies after that are going to be, like, brand freaking new. We don't have one for next week set up yet. I am. I mean, I got one to do, but is it like a brand new movie, or like what's the situation with this one, or um, with just with the one that you're thinking of? Oh yeah, is it brand new? I mean, it came out a couple months ago. Is it out on like digital or anything oh, yeah. yet? It is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we. We interrupt this breakdown to this to figure. This is how we plan shit. What what movie are you thinking of? I was thinking of West Side Story. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. We can do that in VR. F yes. Yeah, I'll get everything. I like how in. I say that when you know, like I haven't said the said the F. Yeah, I know. I'm just like this is an odd time to start censoring yourself. <laughs> okay, okay. Well then, okay. Let let let's play that scenario over again. Fuck yes. <laughs> I mean, we did. Okay. <laughs> There we go. You're, you're welcome, bros. Um. Okay, yeah. So if if our uh, other plan doesn't fall through, we'll uh, or if it does fall through, we'll uh, we'll figure it. We'll we'll do West Side Story. Hell yeah! All right, getting back into the breakdown. Yeah. So. Yeah, freaking okay, old people suck. They do. Old fucker. God, I fucking hate that guy. Dude, that's what I, I love about the VR, because you can freaking block people. Yeah, you really... <sighs> fucking boomers. Dude, I went to a... Sorry. I went to a a public v, like movie room on, on big screen a little while ago. Like, a public one. And, like, I was, I was sitting there and was watching Rick and Morty. With like a bunch of people, because just because I wanted, I wasn't like ready to invest in a movie, or Fair. In, invest that time into a movie. Um, I just wanted something quick to watch and something fun, so I was watching Rick and Morty. And there was this dude that was, uh, in the theater, and he like came right next to my character or to me, and was like getting in my face. And everything, and I kept telling him to move, and he wouldn't. So I freaking blocked him, and he disappeared, and I didn't have to deal with it anymore. And I'm like, this is great. Oh, why can't that happen in real life? Yeah, and then like there were some like other people um, talking. They weren't being like actively annoying, or like it's just they're they were just talking loud. Yeah, like they weren't like in my face trying to ignore me or trying to annoy me. Um, they were just talking loud. I freaking muted them. <laughs> Why can't that happen in real life? I mean, yeah. that can happen in real life. Just, you know, um, it, it, you're probably going to go to jail. True. Yeah. <laughs> but, 
yeah like freaking great dude it is so freaking nice because it like i'm like okay you're not annoying enough for me to like completely like get rid of because i enjoy like feeling like there's other people in this room enjoying the show with me um but you're annoying enough for me to mute <laughs> so ah, it is it it is so freaking nice like so i can't wait till vr movie theaters become like a bigger thing in conclusion people need <laughs> to be better and shut the hell up and not check their phones and stop transitioning me to the dark side with vr I love it, don't get me wrong, but I don't want to lose the enjoyment that I have of actually going to see a movie in person, and you, I'm not just saying old people, but you know, like people in Dude, general. I still do not 100% understand why you would prefer to go to a physical theater instead of seeing a movie, like, in VR. It's just a different experience, man, I'm sorry. Dude, it's are you different. shitting me? I'm dead serious. We have, I still we love have VR. Freaking, no, we have freaking like decided that the VR movie watching experience is better in every single way other than maybe the, the movie quality. But even that is not horrible. <laughs> it's still really freaking good. Like, yeah. And VR's, the quality of VR is just going to get better. Fair enough. Okay, alright, fair enough. Dude, we still got a freaking... Um, have you seen what movies are still on there, by chance, to rent? Uh, I know they just added a few. Because I wanted to Because I really hope... Because uh, I want to watch a Jackass 3D with you. Like, I actually want to watch a 3D movie. Yeah, that would be sick. Like, uh... yeah, The hey, 3D you... experience is crazy. Like, yeah. Um, someone had... Like, they had, like, a like a, a another public room like a while ago um someone was watching a 3D version of passengers the one with chris Ooh, pratt and jennifer lawrence yeah the movie that ruined his marriage did it really i'm pretty sure it did <laughs> oh shit um but yeah so they had the 3D version of that playing and it was just it was incredible shit it was just, it was insane to watch in 3D. So I like anytime you want to do a 3D movie, like I'm freaking down. Like we need to plan this, like to where like because I keep feel like I keep like pushing it back on you. So like next week, minus if you know things fall through, we watch West Side Story. We gotta watch Jackass 3D or another 3D movie, whichever. I'm down, hundred yes. percent down. Anyway, back, back to, to back to the back to, back Uncharted. to Uncharted. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so the uh, so the, uh, the crypt floods with water. Sully helps them escape after subduing an ambush by Braddock, using two crosses to unlock a secret passage. Nate and Chloe find a map that indicates the treasure is in the Philippines. Chloe betrays Nate and takes the map, hinting Sully is keeping a secret about Sam. Chloe brings the map to Mankata, having also been hired by him to Braddock's displeasure. 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 Whatever. Uh, Sully recovers Nate, 
and says after he and Sam recovered El Alcano's Alcano's diary, they were ambushed by Braddock. Sam was Sam was shot and slowly narrowly escaped. Moncada, Chloe, and Braddock's team depart in a cargo plane to find the treasure, but Braddock kills him to gain power. I did not expect that. Yeah, dude, that, that came out of freaking nowhere. Just freaking just walks up and slits his throat. I'm like, jeez. Yeah, I'm just like, um, excuse you. You are not famous enough to kill Antonio Banderas. Exactly. <laughs> Only Mark Wahlberg in this movie is famous enough to kill Antonio Banderas. No offense, Tom Holland. Yep. Uh, God damn it. Wait. Police uh forcing Chloe into hiding with the map. Nate and Sully secretly board the plane, and Nate confronts Braddock with Chloe's help while Sully parachutes out. Nate and Chloe are ejected from the plane during the ensuing battle, and, and the pair land in the Philippines where they realize the map does not pinpoint the treasure. Nate discovers the treasure's true location through hints left by Sam's postcards, but leaves fake coordinates for Chloe after correctly doubting her loyalties. He discovers the Magellan... Magellan? What is it again? God damn it. Magellan. Magellan. <sighs> he discovers the Magellan ships and reunites with Sully. Braddock's f Braddock follows them, forcing Nate and Sully to hide as her crew airlift the ships. In their escape, Sully commandeers one of the helicopters, causing Braddock to order the other helicopter to approach for a boarding action. Nate defends himself from her mercenaries and shoots down the other helicopter with one of the ship's cannons. Braddock drops that ship's anchor while Nate climbs to the helicopter. Sully throws a bag of collected treasure at Braddock, who is crushed to death when the ship breaks and falls. As Philippine naval units arrive, Nate and Sully get away with a few pieces of pickpocketed treasure, and Chloe is left empty-handed as she follows the duo with her boat. Okay. Oh. Interesting movie. It was. Um... I, you know, considering I saw the movie before I've ever played any of the video games, I don't know if I want to play any of the video games now because I'll probably be just like, well, wait, why aren't the video games anything like the movie? Well, I have a feeling that the video games are better than the movie. Oh, yeah, I have no doubt. Um, Dude, one thing that was really funny to me was the casting of Tom Holland because in Uncharted like the video game I think Nathan hold on let me I'm before I like put my foot in the mouth okay he's like 38 <laughs> and Tom Holland is what he's our age 25 Wow, that okay. Because I know from what I've seen, the original plan, because Mark Wahlberg has been attached to this project literally since the beginning in like the 2010s. Um, and he was actually supposed to play Nathan Drake, but was he really? Changed. I mm -hmm. heard Nathan Fillion was supposed to play him, or they wanted Nathan Fillion, yeah, so they wanted to, but that was never confirmed. Oh, yeah, I so. don't know. I don't know. Mark Wahlberg could have done a, a decent job in this role. I know that they like 
they were supposed to be like an older duo. Yeah. Like Mark, I think Mark Wahlberg could have played like Nathan Drake, and then because Sullivan or Sully is supposed to be like an old man. Oh, okay. But I mean, I I was okay with it because God, I loved these two's banter. It it was pretty good. It was pretty <laughs> good. But I think my issue was I'm like, this is kind of like an intense story. Like, why didn't they cast an adult? And then I realized Tom Holland's your age, dipshit. <laughs> like, you are an adult. <laughs> I have a lot of moments like that. It. Dude, I have so many freaking moments like that where I'm just like, I wish they would have cast an adult. <laughs> and then they're like, look, and they're like, oh, they're like a little bit older than I am. Maybe like a year or two difference. <laughs> oh, shit. It gets me every freaking time, dude. Like anytime I'm like. Gosh, they freaking cast a child in this like super mature role. Nope, they cast an adult. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the story overall was pretty compelling. Like mm-hmm. they, it was cool. Like the 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 Drake kids had had their ties to like historical, um treasure hunting like they had that that attachment with their with their family and he had this obsession with like the magellan um ships and and everything so like everything like made sense um i think the only things like story-wise that i didn't necessarily care for was the um the stuff with the Mon- with Moncada. Like Antonio Banderas's character. That's fair. Like it felt yeah. like that whole conflict was super not necessary. Especially with with what they did with him. Like I thought Mon- like if they would have kept Moncada throughout the entire thing, like I feel like that would have made more sense. But why did they ha- like lead this on and then kill Braddock? Like I know that it was like this mean, whole have, thing. You mean have Braddock kill him? You said kill Braddock. Oh yeah, yeah. Have Braddock kill him. You're, I'm sorry. Um, I didn't mean to correct you. No, you're good. Like, yeah, I think that would have been confusing. But anyway, it was. It was just confusing. Like I understood like that Braddock needed the the resources, but. Why, like, why would she kill him when she, like, it's just, is it just because, oh, all the resources are going to be there, and so now I don't need you? Or, like, what was the deal with all that? I mean, it might have been just because he was starting to get on her nerves um, with saying, like, oh, you weren't able to uh, get the job done like I wanted you to, so he brings in Chloe. Yeah, so, but like, it's, she kind of kept failing him, and so... I don't know. The, I, I'm sure that that was maybe starting to get to her. That's all I can think of. I thought it was dumb. Like I thought it was dumb the way agree. that they pulled that off. Because honestly, I think like a better thing because like they had all the resources ready to go, right? 
Like everything was like set to to go. Like everything was set. They just had to jump on the plane and go. Yes. Or at least that's what it seemed like. It after figuring out some like treasure, sh- like some ship stuff. But I think they what they should have done was had Moncada kill his father in the car, given that a little bit more of a moment, and then have Braddock kill him or kill Moncada also in the car. Like, just get both of the Moncadas out of the way and then you have, like, their resources available to you. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like, it it was weird because, like, everyone on that team already seemed like they were in on the plan. So it was, I don't know, it, it just felt odd, the timing of it all. Yeah, that's fair. That is absolutely fair. But it also made me feel like we wasted a bunch of time following him around. Like, I'm wondering what this movie would be if you just completely eliminated him. Because then you could just say that it was Braddock who had the obsession, and then Mankata's father. Like, if you just take just have Antonio Banderas in it playing Moncada the 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 money and then it, then you like give him the role that the father had and then he goes and tells Braddock hey we're we're cutting this this clothes blah 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 and then Braddock kills Moncada they go and do the mission like it, i it, i think it would just float a little bit better if had they done that they just made That's a fair. little bit more sense. Okay, I see where you're coming from. I, I I can get behind that. Yeah, it just it just felt weird because it's like Moncada, who's in charge of everything, obsessed with this treasure. His daddy wants to like defund him, so he kills his father, and then they go on the the big mission, and then his second or his right hand person kills him. Like it's just odd. Yeah, it's, it would just, it would have yeah. been so much better if it was like, all right, Moncada obsessed with this treasure hires this person, um, starts talking about disbanding the search, and then the person he hired kills him to continue the search. Like much better flow there, yeah. and you you completely eliminate one person from that. So, um, some of the, um, I mean, the treasure hunting stuff was pretty cool. Like, they had a lot of stuff in this. Like, they had, like, if you're thinking about it in a, in a video game, they had kind of, like, the spy, like, stealth missions set up, and then, like, an escape mission, then treasure hunting mission, and then, like, more combat and, like, yeah, that's a good point. Like it, it was super oh. interesting the the way that they set it up. It, it just felt like there were different portions of the movie that fo- that kind of was uh, focused around a certain type of mission that you would play. So I'm I'm one I I really wish I I knew more about the games because I'm wondering if the games are like that if they have like those types or if it's just I I need. We should have done more research on the game. Yeah, we should have. Oops. But 
anything with with Nathan and and Sully was 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 pretty good. Um, I thought it was really funny the like just how they didn't trust each other, like especially yeah, oh. Sully's whole thing with not trusting like any of them. Like especially uh when they're when they go to get the first key at like an auction, and you know Sully kind of lets um Nate take the rep or rap whatever, um and so Sully gets into a car and he's just like you literally were just gonna let you were just gonna leave me there just to um uh just defend for myself and get screwed he's just like yeah well someone had to get the cross uh. <laughs> He's just like, you made it out, right? And he's like, that's not the point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, as I think about this, like, there were, there were, I think there was a couple times where this, the story just kind of dragged a little bit. It was an I interesting story. Not like you. my, not my favorite story of like anything else I've seen. Um, just getting into like my score of it, I'm thinking maybe like an eighty-one. Like it, it was good. It was entertaining, I should say. the The way that they they had everything set up, it was entertaining. Um, but I think they could have uh. I think they could have done it a bit better. Just eliminating some of the, the unnecessary characters, reworking all of that stuff. Um, like I said, if you could have eliminated the, the role of Moncada's father completely, if you would have just thrown Antonio Banderas in that role. Um, yeah. And then after that maybe just paste up some of the the treasure hunting stuff a bit more cuz i feel like the specifically the scene with the with the chest full of salt or the the big pots full of salt mm-hmm. um i think that that whole sequence could have been paced up a little bit better okay like, yeah, that's fine most of my issues are are pacing and just them taking too long in a certain portion of the movie. Everything okay, else yeah. like worked pretty fine. Like I really thought that that was interesting. Like um, Nathan and Chloe having to navigate the underground while Sully's trying to navigate above while everything's kind of like modernized and realizing that there's a key, um, uh, a lock in the key in like, what was it? A subway or a Domino's? There's, yeah, well, he said Papa John's. Oh, Papa John's. Yeah. <laughs> like, and him trying to, like, just the shit that they got in, like, with that kind of stuff was so funny. So, I mean, that helped with the pacing a little bit, but I think the treasure hunting stuff could have been nudged along a little bit faster than they did. Yeah, that, that's fair. I can definitely agree with that. Um,. Uh, uh, for me, I might actually go like slightly below you. I'm gonna go an eighty. Um, 
Usually these kind of movies, like adventurer movies, like, you know, like treasure hunting, this kind of stuff, doesn't you, it's usually not my cup of tea. I don't usually attract to these kind of movies. They're not my, not my, not my favorite. Um, but for the most part, I actually really enjoyed this one. Um, like Kayla pointed out, there are some storyline problems and there are things that you can take out, even a character that you can take out. But overall, I, I had a good time with the story. Yeah. Um... Dude, I thought it was so weird seeing that they um <laughs> that they did like a D eight like a ten years later thing with with the the kids because he uh, so in this he was supposed to be twenty five or in his twenties right I believe so yeah and then his and then like in the past. He was supposed to be like fifteen. I'm like, that's that's weird. <laughs> yeah, you know what is weird? How many times they try to shoehorn in uh, Tom Holland shirtless in this movie? Oh my gosh, dude! Freaking unnecessary as hell. Like, come on. Like, be better than that. Like, uh, yeah, like, seriously. Like, come on. Everyone knows they'd rather see Mark Wahlberg shirtless. Come on. Yeah, freaking hell. <laughs> um, I was waiting for Kale to be like, no, that's only you, Rose. <laughs> that's the response I was honestly expecting. Not that, yeah. Dude, if you're freaking attracted to Marky Mark, freaking set your standards a little higher. <laughs> Ouch. What's wrong with Mark Wahlberg? Dude, he's he's funny looking. <laughs> Ouch. Dude, it's like all those like the group of like characters that I throw him into, they're all weird looking. Like I don't understand so many of the obsessions people have. Like Mark Wahlberg's one of them. Like I think he's funny looking. Uh Matt Damon is another. I'm just like, what the hell is people's obsession with Matt Damon? Like, he's a good actor. Like, I really like like his acting, but, like, everyone's saying, like, oh, he's so hot. I'm like, is he, though? <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe I this hear, is... I got... yeah, Sorry, then... it's like two for two right now for who I, who I find attractive. <laughs> yeah, and then the other one that I'm just like, I don't understand is um, freaking Brad Pitt. Oh yeah, I don't understand that one either. Like, even like his early stuff when ev- when he was like the hot thing, like I'm just eh, whatever, dude. <laughs> okay, two for three. Not bad. Like other than like this scenes where he's just like all muscly, and or the movies that he's like I think Troy was one of them. Um, yeah, that sounds right. But other than movies like that, I'm just like I I do not understand the obsession. <laughs> Oh, and freaking George Clooney. Like, George Clooney, I think, is is weird looking. Damn. Wow. Dude, uh, freaking hot takes all around over here. Um, God. <laughs> but like such an asshole. I know. Dude, I don't know why, but I always group those four. There's probably more. But I seem to group those four together. <laughs> freaking Mark Wahlberg, Matt Damon, Brad Pitt, and George Clooney. Like, I don't know why I group them in together. Maybe they were in like an oceans movie together. I don't know. They but... might have. Honestly, they actually might have. 
But yeah, like I always group them together, and yeah, really, like they're just freaking weird looking, dude. Like I don't understand everyone's obsession with them. (laughs) Dude, I don't understand everyone's obsession with Tom Holland. I'm sorry. I don't get it. Oh, you freaking take that back. <laughs> no, I won't take that back. You don't, don't like, th- you don't think Tom Holland's like a freaking stud muffin? <laughs> no, I don't. Like, don't get me wrong. I love his personality. He's a great actor. I love him in every single thing that I've seen. He's an amazing Spider-Man. But no, he just doesn't do it for me. Dude, you, you need to get your eyes checked. Hey, you can have, <laughs> you know what? You can have Tom Holland. I'll take Mark Wahlberg, so... Shut it. <laughs> Fine, make him getting the better end of that deal anyway. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> Bet. Oh man. Um. Anyway, getting back to to story. So yeah, you said you were sitting after at you know, kind of playing a game of a uh, smash or pass. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. So with your 80, that averages our story grade to an 80.5. Moving on over to writing. um, I feel this was really, was really good. Wasn't my favorite writing. I feel like there was a few unnecessary things that were or dialogue that was in this um like the whole thing with sam like i feel i understand that like sam was the motivation behind nathan going on this adventure in the first place yeah but it just felt like they hid too much information about sam for way too long yeah, that's 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 fair. Like as soon Dude, as Chloe honestly. was like, "Oh, you told him about Sam, right?" I'm like, "Okay, this is where like you should just freaking spill it, like yeah. spill everything about Sam and continue on with the story." But no, it was like constantly a problem. Speaking of Sam, how did you feel about that post-credit scene? Dude, holy shit! Uh, like I knew it was coming. I did too. I'm like, it's it's Sam. It's Sam. We all know it's Sam. Sam. Yep, there he is. Yep, there he is. I'm like, woo! <laughs> Caught me off guard. What? I'll, one thing that pissed me off, though, well, not pissed me off with the post credit scenes is like, I think that's the first one, and then after that is like, uh, um, Sully one basically and, setting up a sequel. Yeah, with Sully and Nate, and like you know, Nate making fun of Sully for having like a mustache and everything. It's a funny scene, but I hate that it was spoiled in the trailers. Yeah, what kind of bullshit was that? Yeah, like why would you post the po- why would you put a post credit scene in your freaking trailer, dude? I legit thought I'm like, oh, they just completely cut that scene. That's what I thought too. Yeah, because like the entire time I'm just like. It doesn't seem like they're going to be like do any like jump forwards like like I I was expecting it like the way that they had it set up I'm like okay they're probably going to do it at like the very end and like set up this whole thing and then once that happened I was and the, like they did the first post credits I'm like okay so they're just not going to do that scene altogether and then the freaking end end credit scene was that I'm like dude what horse shit. <laughs> 
Like, so yeah. dumb. Yeah. It, like, that was such a waste of time. <laughs> it, it was. It was still funny. Don't get me wrong. Like, Mark Wahlberg delivers the line very well. Oh, you know, your puberty's just around the corner. Um, But, yeah, just, it got, it, we already saw it in the trailer, so it wasn't spe- anything special. Yeah, like, <sighs> freaking just take one note out of Marvel's book. Don't show your post credit scene at the, in the freaking trailer. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of any other, like, writing issues. What did you feel issues? about the writing for, um, oh my god, what's what's the, like, uh, evil girl's name? Braddock? Braddock. How'd you feel about the writing for her? She seemed a bit intense a lot of the time. Yeah, just, just a little bit. Like, I, I don't know, like, the scene where, uh, she's... Uh, it just felt weird coming out of her mouth. I don't know why when she tells Nate, "Say hi to your, your say hi to your brother for me." Just yeah, the way I'm just that like, she said it. I'm like, yeah, mm. she's almost like too sweet to pull something off. Yeah, like that. exactly. But at the same time, like, um, just because the only movies I've seen Tom Holland in are the Spider-Man movies. Um, and so, because I haven't seen um, Chaos Walking with him and Daisy Ridley, but uh, when he was when he would say "Oh shit" or like would curse, I'm just like Tom, PG man. It was he just said, very weird. He said shit in uh, Civil War. Oh, I don't remember that. Dude, it's when freaking Ant Man grew went to giant, and he's like, "Oh shit!" You don't uh, remember that? Okay, now I'm remembering that. You think that considering that he was a lot younger than that, that that would be like, oh my gosh, Tom, stop cursing. But for some reason, in this one, whenever he would curse, I'm just like, yeah, this is weird. I think he's trying to get into more mature roles. I, you know what? I can appreciate that. I respect that. Yeah. Like, I think that's that's something interesting about all the kid, like the, the kid actors that we grew up with. They're all trying to get into more adult roles. And I kind of am really afraid that Tom is getting a little bit of burnout from Spider-Man because he's he's always talking about like not wanting to like it doesn't seem like he wants to do Spider-Man for much longer. And that's kind of disappointing. Yeah, Um, that does make me sad. The one that like could that bugs the hell out of me was uh, Simu Liu from Shang Chi, like the guy who plays Shang Chi. Oh, yeah. he he's afraid of like he's trying to accept uh, a lot of ver like a variety of different roles mm-hmm. um, to avoid being uh, typecast as Shang Chi, and I'm like, bro, you went on a t- like a rant for like the past like five years freaking wanting to be shang chi yeah and now you are him and now you're just like well i don't want to always be you know my uh career to always go back to that character why not you were in an mcu movie that's like the peak of what you can put on your freaking acting resume i know dude like okay maybe like maybe i understand like being like wanting to go out and like explore different roles yeah but 
the way that they it seems like the actors and actresses are always like oh i don't want to be typecast as one character i'm like dude that immortalizes you i feel that's how i think don lee gilgamesh is kind of like uh kind of accepted that he's always going to be cast as like the strong one and so honestly for how many movies yeah because he's a freaking beefcake (laughs) damn right (laughs) (laughs) um but for how many like god i don't know how many freaking movies he's made but literally they are and he's actually been criticized for it like oh like he he always plays like the serious strong man like that that's all he knows how to play i'm like there's nothing wrong with that if, it's like uh, that's not it, true that's not true he's he also plays the funny strong man <laughs> that, that is true but it's just like if he enjoys doing it they're making money they're making custody you know they're making the consumers happy so be it let him do what he does it's not like it's the exact same movie every single time it's just you know, a different storyline but like kind of like the same character aspects yeah but like it's tough because it's like i don't know how it is obviously from from their perspective but from an outside perspective like why wouldn't you want that exactly like, like i said it, it it immortalizes you yeah like when you, it, you get to the point where when when people like with tom holland like you're eventually like if you do like another trilogy of movies with how big of a part you've played in these movies when people think Spider-Man, they're going to think Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Like, those, those three are, like, immortalized as as Spider-Man now. Yep. Same thing with Hugh Jackman. Like, he can obviously perform in other roles. Like, we've seen that when it comes to, like, Greatest Showman or any of, like, the, his earlier work, like, before X-Men. But he is Wolverine. Even if someone comes in after, like, let's just say someone comes in, like, the next Wolverine comes in, freaking kills it, and it's just universally loved. People are always going to remember Hugh Jackman. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I, I, like, with. With with Simu like not wanting to like trying to like avoid that with Shang Chi, I'm like, dude. If people don't remember you as Shang Chi, like they're gonna remember you as the dude from Kim's Convenience. Like, I love that show, though. dude. It thank is you such for a good show. Me onto that show. So, oh my gosh, such a good show. But <laughs> yeah, like he that for for someone on the outside is immortalization and it's hard for me to understand why you wouldn't want that oh yeah no i I absolutely agree that's i think that's i think that's a question like if we ever got someone like major famous on here (laughs) i'd love to ask them about just like why do you guys want to avoid being like typecast like i know it makes it more difficult for you to find work and like get in on different projects, but like, do you, do you actively avoid it because it's hard to find work after? I'm like, for Tom Holland, he like they're they're going to be making or he's going to be making Spider Man money for the rest of his freaking life. Oh yeah, well he's Sony's golden boy. 
Yeah. Like, and then, like, same thing. Like, they're going to be making, like, some crazy freaking money off of his characterization for years to come. Like, what? And I understand that, like, oh, I want to go and do, like, other projects, but, like, why? <laughs> like I under like I get it. Like if you want to be like, oh, I I got into to acting for the love of it, and I want to act in other things and be part of that process. Like I understand that, but I like, don't know. I don't know. Like Tom Holland's case, I completely get it. Like I completely understand. Simu, right? That's how you say his name. Yeah. Simu, I have a hard time with him a little bit just because of how much he pushed Marvel to, not push them, but he's just like, hey, Marvel, when are you going to cast me in, you know, something? Oh, how about, you know, Shang-Chi, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like, kept persuading them. Like, he put so much effort into it um, that the fact that, like, just after, like, one movie, he's just like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to be typecast whenever. Yeah, I'm like, okay, freaking chill out. Like, you've been in one movie. Yeah. Like, you're still at the point where you could be recast. <laughs> exactly. Tom Ho- Until Tom Holland wants to go somewhere else, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. If Sony has a say in it, no one else is playing Spider-Man. Yep. Well, you know. Anyway, for, getting back know, to, to the Uncharted writing. Yeah. <laughs> not too much wasted dialogue. I do feel like there was a, sign- a deep... There was a, enough for me to notice, like, okay, that didn't need to be in there. That didn't need to be in there. That was just a completely throwaway line, and a lot of it was around Sam. <laughs> you know what I was, you know what I, uh, I don't know why this kind of felt like you could put the two scenes into just one scene. When Antonio Banderas' character, I'm sorry, I already forgot his name, I apologize. Um, is talking to his father and they're sitting in front of that church I think like on a bench and then literally the next scene is them in a car and that's when you know like he kills his father um like I get like the the um what's the word the symbolism of the church oh yes okay so uh like like I said I I get why I'm the symbolism with the church behind them, but I feel that scene where, you know, his father's talking about, Hey, you know, like you're not getting any of the inheritance, you know, it's all going to charity, yada, yada, yada. I feel that that could have honestly just been said in the car when they're both going to somewhere as well. Easily. And then he he just kills him right there as well. Yeah. Dude, that would have been so much better. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so yeah, that, that was definitely one of the biggest writing problems I had was that scene. Yeah. It's just Mankato's, I think that was his name, right? Yeah. Mankato, Mankata, Mankata, a lot of his dialogue could have been cut down like Absolutely. something awful. And I know that there was a lot of, um, quips between Nathan and, and Sully and those worked out pretty well. And I know that there was a f- like quite a bit between Chloe and and like most of the people in Sully. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it worked out really well. It worked out like super well. But I don't know. I think there's just things that could have been done a little bit better. Like one thing that I I didn't like fully understand. 
I think they needed to show more of a financial struggle for Nathan than they did. Because why is he stealing shit if he has a job? I mean, I'm sh- I'm assuming he probably doesn't make jack shit as a bartender. I don't know. I feel like they they could have shown that a little bit more. That that's fair. I mean, did I can't remember. Did they show his apartment at all? They did, and it wasn't like horrible. Oh, I don't, know how I don't think. Yeah, I, like, I don't it, know. It didn't, I feel... se- it didn't seem like anything that he couldn't afford. I I feel. I don't know if they wanted to show that kind of struggle. He should be living in like an apartment, like you know, Peter Parker is at the end of Spider-Man: No Way Home. I don't even think that. I think maybe they could have put him in something nicer, and then like, then made us question: Okay, how the hell can a bartender freaking afford this? And then shown that he steals, and then like, oh, okay, that tracks. Yeah. Like, just something along those lines, like, just set it up a little bit better. Because for me, it didn't seem like he needed to steal. <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. Um, Where are you sitting at with writing? I would say I'm, I'm below a little bit uh, from the story. Um, only slightly. So I'm, I'm going to go 78. Yeah, I'm I think I don't think I'm quite in the seventies yet. I think I'm at like maybe a seventy or No, I'll I'll go to I'll go to an eighty. I'll okay. I'll I'll try and be a little bit generous <laughs> to this one. <laughs> um I th- I yeah, it was just not quite as good as the story was. Like if you really Diving deep into into everything that they try to do. Yeah, I agree. All right, next up we got acting. So I think the big ones were Tom Holland, who played Nathan Drake, Mark Wahlberg, who played Victor Sully Sullivan, uh, Sophia Ali, who played Chloe Fraser. Uh, Tati Gabrielle, who played Braddock, and then Antonio Banderas, who played Santiago Mancada. Um, so, out of these people, who would be in your top three? Uh, uh, sorry, I gotta pull up the names, because I'm, like, totally forgetting them. Uh... So number three, I would I would give to Chloe. What what's the actress's name? Uh, Sophia Ali. Sophia Ali, she was great. Um, really enjoyed her performance. Um, and honestly, uh, uh, when when she betrayed uh Sully and Nate, I thought that was, that was a really good uh, character moment for her. I kind. Did you see it coming? Her like betraying. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. I I would honestly agree with that. Like it, just the way that they just did not trust each other is just blatantly obvious that they that they weren't going to like get along the entire the entirety of this. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, 
I think I think it was kind of dumb how they like completely cut her out of the final final part. Yeah, that cause that was honestly dumb. Like, like come on, I thought those like it was kind of turning into like a trio kind of thing. But then yeah, at the end they're just like, nope, back to a duo. Yeah. Um, what about your number two? Uh, number two, I would have to give to Tom Holland's Nate. Um, really? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong. I really liked his performance. Uh, I think he did a really, really good job. Had some really good one-liners. All really, really funny. Um, actually, honestly, this might be like one of the funniest times I've seen Tom Holland. Um, don't get me wrong. His, his, his role as Spider-Man is freaking hilarious, but um, he 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 is actually a very very funny guy. Um, he knows how to deliver comedy, but I'm sorry, number one has to go to Mark Wahlberg as Sully because I freaking loved his character. He was such a smart ass. I loved every minute of it. He was so great in this movie. I whenever he was on screen, I'm just like. Dude, I freaking loved your character so much in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, number one. Absolutely. Mark Wahlberg. Damn. Oh, my, my top three is a little different. It's the exact same people, though. Um, my number three, I would actually give to Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Um, I thought he was really, really good. Um, not necessarily, like when Mark Wahlberg gets cast, he's playing Mark Wahlberg. I don't think he has too that's much fair. of a range. That That's fair. Like, I think the most not Mark Wahlberg... Actually, I can't even say that. Never mind. I was trying to think of a movie <laughs> that, like, he didn't play Mark Wahlberg, but it, it, he's just... Yeah, like it's just Mark Wahlberg playing Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Why is that so funny? It's the way you said that. Yeah, it's tough for me to give him like super high when it's just like the same characters over and over and over and over again. It's just different costumes. <laughs> hey, you know, you know what? Fair enough, man. Fair enough. So, yeah, not yeah, not my favorite, but I think. He did, like you said, he did do a really good job um, with the the comedic performance and just kind of being that comedic relief for us. Uh, my number two would actually go to Tom Holland. Okay. Um, I think my only surprise is that you would put, like with yours, was putting Mark above Tom. But Really? You're surprised? Oh. Yeah, like I honestly thought that you were either going to go with uh, with Tati Gabrielle, who played Braddock or Antonio, but like I thought maybe for a second, but yeah, my uh, yeah number two I'd give to Tom Holland. He, I think he like gave a a really decent performance very similar to uh to peter parker in a way maybe just a bit more suave than uh peter parker definitely more of a smart ass definitely more of a smart ass 
Um, but yeah, his, his comedic bits were pretty good. Um, he nailed the action sequences, like, amazingly. Um, my only issues with his performance were, was when he was talking history. The way that he was talking about the history, it felt very scripted. You know what? That's I can absolutely agree with that. Yeah, I, I kind of noticed that too. Yeah, it it just it didn't feel like he was pulling it from like the top of his memory. It felt very much like he was reading an excerpt from like a an article or something. It so like it kind of got a dock points for that. And with how much he did it too, it was like if he would have only done it a couple times, like I probably pro- would have been able to forgive it. Um, but it's just throughout the entirety of the movie, he he gave that kind of performance, and it was always with the uh, the history, like always. Everything else like felt really good. Like his co- comedy felt like off the cuff. Um, his banter with with different people like it all felt really good the only part i had issues with was when like i said the history um and then number one i'd actually give to sophia ali i felt she gave a very powerful performance um with the uh the trust and everything like not being able to trust anyone kind of uh showing some vulnerability with uh with with Nathan. Um, I think she pulled off that really well. And she, like kind of got to the point where she was like learning to trust. But never got quite there. Like which we saw as like as like the moment where she gets like the fake coordinates. And she just freaking bounces. Like it was it, it was good. Like she I th- thought she did really well like. She pulled off like the betrayal really well, like everything. Like there, I had close to no issues with her performance, other than like maybe some dryness here and there. But other than that, Enough. like I thought she did really well. Um, all right, where are you sitting at with the score? Uh, for how much? Especially, I loved. Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland's um, bantering off of each other. I I just love seeing these two together. Um, I'm gonna go an 85. Hmm. I'm actually gonna go a little bit lower than you. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna go down to an 82. It was like, don't get me wrong. It was like the the performance was watchable. It was like it was. That's all I can really say. The it was watchable. The actors like did the best that they could. I felt. Um, I think Tom kind of dropped the ball a little bit. Like just with like okay. I said with the dialogue. I, I we've seen him do better, and I yeah, that's fair. Especially just coming off of No Way Home. Uh, like I don't know like the order of like filming. Or whatever, but oh, yeah, I don't either. I I feel like he like especially with what we got in No Way Home, like we could have gotten something way better out of him for this. Um. So yeah, I, I'll I'm down at an eighty-two. 
um, which averages us out to an 83.5. Moving on over to character development. I don't know about you, but there I don't I didn't feel like there was any growth or arc for Nathan. Oh, there wasn't. No, like, yeah, at the end he was still the same character. Yeah, he was the exact same. The only difference now is actually he thinks his his brother's dead, so he's like exactly where he was. Yeah. Or not like not quite exactly. Like he knew that his brother was out there somewhere. Or he thought his brother was out there somewhere. Comes to find out his brother's dead, and then it just like that was it. Like nothing really character wise came came from that. Yeah, that that's true. Like I can't think of a single freaking thing. The only <sighs> like I feel like Sully had more growth, but even then, not He'd... really. Like he was just so after gold like that was like he was just after the riches and came upon the riches and had like one moment of being like okay i can't let this kid die (laughs) went and saved nathan and then nathan pulled out some treasure for him and he's just like yeah gimme 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 yeah exactly yeah he's not like oh you know you know what kid you keep it you you deserve it no he's just like yeah no give me that shit yeah i'm like come on yeah, like you, you almost had a good character moment, and then you you had me and you lost me. Yeah, I almost would have preferred them to not have had any gold. And that, yeah, that's fair. And then like have them fly in silence for a little bit, and then have Sully start bringing up a different treasure. I would have loved that, and that would have been a really good setup for the sequel. Yeah, like it, it would have been super good for the sequel, but just oh. like, ah. <laughs> I, uh, I think they dropped the ball. Like, cannonball? Oh my Can- gosh. Sorry. I, I have some extreme thoughts with our next category. Um, <laughs> but this, this one, it's hard for me to give really high on this because I don't think. We didn't. I don't think we got any arc from from them, from yeah. either of them, from the two main characters. I don't think we got that much of an arc. I, yeah, I agree. So I'm fairly low. I am too. <laughs> where where do you, where are you sitting? Uh, I'm gonna go a seventy. Not a nine. Damn it. I was going to try and be nice and give it a 71, but <laughs> I, I'll happily give it a 70 as well. Okay, cool. Uh, so that averages averages us out to a 70. Like I said, not not much to go off of with this. It was no. it was that might be our oh. like shortest uh, discussion on character development. <laughs> yeah, like honestly. I'm going lower. I I talked myself into going lower. I I'm going down to like a 64. Okay. It was just there's because there's nothing to talk about yeah, with the, their development. 65 for me. 
All right, so that brings us to a 64.5 for the character development. Because like we said, there wasn't any. Yep. All right, moving on over to effects. I I have so many problems. Let's hear them. Let me get this out of the way first. Action sequences, the stunt work, was amazing. Like, they did some really cool stuff, and it looked like Tom did a lot of his own stunts. That doesn't surprise me at all. Um, I don't know if that's a hundred like if that's super true. I'm just saying it looked like him. It did very much. The one move that like really got me imp like had me like whoa was um when they were fighting at the the auction, and he did like this cool like spin on the railing. Like, it kind of looked like he was going to, like, jump off, but, like, did, like, a spin to get behind um, the big dude. And on the right, like, that, I thought that that stunt was super sick. Um, that whole, honestly, fight was really cool with him just, like, jumping onto the, not chandelier, but, you know, like, the whole, like, light fixture up in the ceiling. Yeah, that looked super cool. Like all everything that happened in the in the art gallery was really cool. Um and throughout the movie a majority of the stunt work was really well done. Um felt really real, didn't feel too supernatural, I would say. That's a good way to put it. Um My problem lies with how they set this up because they set this up in like reality i feel like they didn't have anything like i said that felt superhuman any feats like that so when they had a single helicopter lift up an ancient pirate ship with the entirety of its load on it and i'm talking cannons and barrels upon barrels upon barrels of gold solid freaking gold i was just like bullshit that is no that's not how that works at all (laughs) nope and i absolutely agree like when they like first like had the helicopters coming down i'm like okay they're gonna have like two helicopters per ship which i would have bought way more than one copter per ship in reality probably you need like what like four i doubt that is possible because i'm sure that would be quite a struggle but yeah i could like somewhat buy two yeah i can't buy one that's bullshit easily could have bought two easily could have bought two but yeah, in reality, you you probably like it's it's not even the fact that it was like one, which I, pr- I that was like a major okay that was a majority of the problem, it that it was only one, but it was just the fact that it was a single prop helicopter. Are you shitting me? Yeah, those things need at least four turbo prop or like two 
yeah, turboprop, double propeller, like, massive freaking machines to carry that shit. You're talking about solid iron cannons. Yeah. Like, solid iron cannons. Like, I'm pretty, like, I have freaking cast iron, uh, I have a cast iron tabletop for my freaking table saw outside. If I drop that on a wood floor, it would just fall straight through. Damn. Yeah, and you're telling me that one, a single prop helicopter lift up that entire ship. You yes, can sir. go to hell. and yeah like freaking bullshit absolute bullshit like there's no way like i thought they were even going to do something smart like okay let's take all the barrels out and load them into like a net and then we'll take the net and like come back for the ships later like something along those lines so it's like okay instead of having like fighting over the freaking Ships. I mean, it led for a really cool scene. Oh, yeah. That was badass. It was super cool, but I could not get over the freaking single helicopter. Yeah. yeah, that, that was real bullshit. And I think on top of that, it was the fact that it went to, like, a single chain, right? Or did it, did it have different mounting points for each of the chains? Because there were four chains. Because, yeah. like, they had, like, a... A weird, like a band underneath it, and then like going up onto the chain. So, did they have four mounting points for the chains, or did it lead into one? No, it led into one. That it. Mm. <laughs> nope, that's not how that works <laughs> at all. Someone didn't learn the physics properly. <laughs> oh shit! I'm I'm gonna look up how much uh, a pirate ship like weighed. I'm like kind of scared to see how much you're gonna knock down the effects. I'm very interested. Okay, like what what size do you think this ship was? Like, man, I honestly couldn't tell you. All right, hold on. I'm calling. It. Oh. Okay. <laughs> a a medium-sized class of a of a warship. So this was a three so that's like a three-masted ship with square sails. Okay, well this only had one sail, right? I think so. What I'm remembering, yeah. Okay, they Weighed around 1,000 tons. Holy shit. Which, that converts to... 2 million pounds. (laughs) Oh, screw you. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I had I had a a little bit of a freak out because 
I thought at first, like reading it, that it could have lifted it. <laughs> oh. Okay, because I, I read it wrong. Oh. Because I... So, those ships would weigh around a thousand tons. That is a medium-class warship. The ship that that we saw was like an exploring ship or like an exploration ship. So it was significantly smaller. It only had a single mast, a single sail. And yeah, so I would say it's about not even like maybe half of that. I'll be generous and say it's about half of that, which is 500 tons. Um, so five hundred tons in pounds would be it'd be one million pounds. Jeez Louise. Right. So the a light utility helicopter can lift between twelve thousand and four thousand pounds. So that is a light helicopter. Like a light utility helicopter. The M26 helicopter, which is the world's largest heavy lift helicopter, can transport up to 44,000 pounds. So if you divide 1 million (laughs) by 44,000... You would need 22 of those bastards to lift up a pirate ship. And wow. that's not even taking to, into account the gold. <laughs> <laughs> so you, Uncharted, can go screw yourself and your physics department. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, dude. I love that you added that into this. That was awesome. I know that that was a lot of boring math for our listeners, but it's math that needed to be done. It was. Your physics department can go screw themselves, (laughs) thinking a single one-prop helicopter can pick up that much. No, you need 22 of those bastards. And that's not just for both. That's just for one of them. You would have been so much better off realistic-wise had you just thrown the barrels. (laughs) Yes, seriously. (laughs) Oh, oh shit. shit. Dude. <laughs> God. I... That is so much worse than I thought. <laughs> that is so much worse than I thought. Oh my gosh. Anyway. So that is one thing that I'm definitely docking for. Um but regardless of that, of the physics of of the freaking moon, I guess. <laughs> um, it did lead, lead f- for pretty good scenes. Like it, it looked yeah. really cool. Like the way that they were swinging in and out of the mountains and and everything that looked really freaking good. Um, definitely could tell that it was like a CG. Everything. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. You could definitely tell that. Absolutely. But it wasn't super distracting either. So, I mean, it fit well. It just wasn't, like, the best effects in the world. Like, it didn't 
Like you could tell it was fake. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I'm giving props where props are due with with the stunt work. Have to dock for some of the the janky shit. Um, I think I'm going to be at an 83. You know, I'm gonna match that. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, the averages is out to an 83 for effects. Um, next up we got music. Um, I mean the soundtrack wasn't horrible. No, I mean. Kind of like how you point out, which I really like in every episode, like there wasn't like a, a tune that like got stuck in your head. You didn't walk away humming something from this movie, unless you did. Uh, not really. Um, Me neither. I, it's been a minute since I've seen it. Were there any like big songs that they played? Because I'm, all I'm remembering is like the scores and the yeah, scores fit well. But oh yeah, but no, not from what I remember. Yeah, so I think I'm per- sitting at a seven. Yeah, I agree. Like it's hard to justify going any higher for for music. Because I mean, the scores just didn't like blow me away or anything. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It just the music did what it was supposed to. It, but I don't feel it enhanced the scenes any. It yeah. just it accompanied like seven. The seven is just did the music do what it was supposed to and accompany the scenes well. Then yes, eight and up is just is more like okay and enhance the scenes. So yeah, seven is is perfect. <laughs> All right, next up we got costumes. Um. Pretty basic costumes, I would say. I would agree. I mean, you know, at least they gave Nate Nate his uh, classic look from the uh, video game. I don't know yeah. about Stully. I don't know if that's like if he just wore like a cargo button-up shirt. Not cargo, but you know. I don't know. I I have like I said, I know nothing about the game other than like what I've seen with Nathan Philly and like that fan film that they I did. Seen that? It's it's good. It's only like. 14 minutes long oh okay like it's a short little one but i freaking love nathan fillion he is he is a gem yeah so costumes i mean they fit well i think the like you said it it matched the video game pretty pretty closely i would say um other than that not too impressive like from anyone i think maybe the only one i would consider being like oh that like her her costume was like a bit extra was braddock yeah i would agree with that so i think i'm i'm at a seven for your costumes i'm gonna actually be at an eight an um, eight yeah just just because i appreciate that they uh at least with nate nate nates i don't know about sully's that they actually stayed true to the uh, video games and gave him his classic look towards the ending of the movie. Okay. Um. Well, since we round down, that brings us to a seven for costumes. I like it. All right. Last up with our own personal score, Rose. You want to take this one? I would love to. So overall, um, I honestly 
walked out of this movie liking it a lot more than I thought I was. Uh, when this movie first came out, everyone literally said, if you have played the video games, you're going to hate it. If you never did, you're probably going to enjoy it. You're going to have a good time. And I had quite a good time. I, I It was definitely a fun ride. Um, De, uh, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg had really good chemistry together. I loved their bantering off of each other, like I've said many times in this episode. Um, they they were just great. Um, um, and, you know, may, who knows? Maybe I'll try to actually play an Uncharted game now that I've play, seen the movie. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, overall, like, for how much I had a good time with this movie, you know, I'm going to go in 82. Damn, I I had... I so I have my scores set up on a sticky pad. Yeah. Um the only one that I changed was uh character development. Um and I was seriously at an 83 for my personal score. Oh, hell yeah. Um just for all the reasons you said it was it was good. I I enjoyed myself. There were not very many things that pulled me out of the movie, but the, it was the freaking helicopter like completely pulled me out. Yeah, I, I can absolutely I just, agree with that. Like what? <laughs> like it was just. I think maybe if it, even if it was like a bigger ship or a bigger helicopter, I probably could have bought it a bit more. Like we talking like uh, blackout and transformers. Yeah, like just okay. something bigger with some like meat on its bones. Like this, yeah. this felt like weak as shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was a good adventure movie. Um, I loved the puzzles. I think they they solved stuff like maybe a little bit too complicated for like Fair it enough. to be interest for it to be too interesting the entire time. Um, one thing that I, I did appreciate though, is the keys, like the crosses and how they became like, you had to use them both. That was like, or like, or throughout, like you, obviously it was like separate, like you could do a few of the puzzles separately, but then like having to work together at the very end. I just liked how big of a role those had because I feel like in a lot of adventure movies or just treasure hunting movies, it's like, Oh, we found this key. We use it to get it here. And then we never need it again. Yeah. So it was, it was nice that it's like, okay, it felt like you guys needed to hold on to this a lot longer than just to open one freaking door. Yeah. So, really like that. Um, really like the dynamic between Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland. Um, I would love to see them in something else, maybe a bit more on the comedic side. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, be a, like, I, I think that could be, be really that. fun. Um, but yeah, overall had a really good time. Um, but yeah, just not one that I was. I left the theater being like, oh, I need to see like more of this. It's just like, this was good. And if they come out with another one, I will go see that one too. <laughs> yep, same here. So, pretty average feelings about it. So, yeah, that's why I'm I'm at an 83 for it. Um, But with that, 
that concludes this week's breakdown. And the final Albro's letter grade for Uncharted has come to a... Sorry. Jeez, freaking went hog wild with that one. Man, dramatic effect, man. All right, it came to a C plus. Okay. I honestly actually thought it was going to score higher. <laughs> I thought it was going to be in like the B's. Yeah, I'm. I'm not hating where this is at though. I, you know, I'm not. You know, actually, yeah. Now looking, I forgot kind of how bad we graded character development. So yeah, C plus makes absolute sense. Yeah, I mean it makes sense, and honestly, where this is at. Like, compared to the other movies, I'm not hating it. Okay. Let's hear so, it. Uncharted is sitting at a 79.12%. That puts it below Mortal Kombat 2021, which is at a 79.49. Okay. Um, which, the, that, like, comparing Uncharted to Mortal Kombat, like, that's a perfect comparison for me. <laughs> That, yeah, you know what? That's fair. I which did you enjoy more though? Mortal Kombat. I'd have to say Uncharted, actually. That's fair. Um, honestly, it was just maybe one character that that brought Mortal Kombat up for that's me. Fair. But yeah, so yeah, below Mortal Kombat 2021, which is at a seventy nine point four nine. It is below Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which is at a 79.58, and Brooker, we all know proud? that it should be higher than that. Brooker, are you proud of yourself now? Yeah. Honestly, that's the... like. If we fix that one, I agree with most of our scores. <laughs> um, let's see. It's below Aladdin, which is at a 79.62. Which, eh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, it also puts it below a, The Crudes, A New Age, which is at a 79.68. And then finally, it's below Yes Day, which is at a 79.81. Um, going on the opposite end, this puts it above Jexy, which is at a 79%. Um, it's above Army of the Dead, which is at 78.87. It's above The New Mutants, which is at a 78.77. Um, it's above Godzilla vs. Kong, which is at a 78.56. And then last, it is above Tenacious D and The Pick of Destiny, which is at a 78.28. So, right. yeah. Yeah, it's um I think it has a pretty decent home. I agree. Yeah, I really like its placement. Yeah, and like I said, the margins here are super freaking tight. Um like hell, to get one full percentage away, you have to go all the way down to Venom let there be carnage. God damn. And that's uh, that's eight movies. Before it's a full percentage away. Wow. Yeah, so, like, there, there's a decent amount of, of chunk in there where it's, like... Like, I think objectively, you could just say that, 
like if we were just around to the nearest number, a lot of the like or not the nearest, like if we were just to knock off all of the anything past the first number or the first two numbers, it would basically be saying like Unchar or Jexy and up are all seventy nine percent. And then from like Army of the of the Dead down to Venom Let There Be Carnage is all seventy eight percent. Like they're really freaking close. Like I said, it's the five like the five that I listed off underneath Uncharted are like the it's point eight percent difference. Wow. Okay, wow. And then move like going upwards. It's one, two, yeah, like yeah, point seven. So the the margins are really freaking tight on it. So, kidding? Wow. I this is why I love our system because you could just see like, oh, this movie gets a little bit higher. Like you have like a definitive ranking of these movies based solely off of the percentage, and I freaking love it. But anyway. I was like, wait, I swear to you. I thought you froze. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I thought you, it, it, it looked like you were about to say something. So I was like, freaking go. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, like I said, that concludes this week's breakdown. Um, if you liked this episode and want to check out more of our stuff, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever we listen to podcasts. Uh, we're on we Apple li- Podcasts. Every- what? Wherever we listen? I mean, we I, we listen to podcasts. Like, forget you. Wherever you listen to podcasts, I don't care. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, RadioPublicRadio.com, Spotify, and more. You can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube. Um, be sure to follow us on social media. If you want to hit us up with episode ideas, Want to answer our question of the weeks when we post those? Or if you would want to join us for an episode, we would love to have anyone on. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at the All Bros. Check out our email, which is at, or email us if you want to do any of that stuff I listed earlier, uh, at the All Bros channel at gmail.com. Or head to our website, tinyurl.com forward slash the All Bros, where you can find links to everything that we do. Um, the link to that will be in our description below or above or next to it, wherever the hell the description is, (laughs) there will be a link to it. Um, and then next week is going to be, is up in the air. Um, we got sent an indie movie that, and we, like, we don't know if they want us to do a review of it. Just because they, the email that they sent said press release only. And so they might want us to do a review of it later on. Or just 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 the fact that we have spoilers. We weren't sure whether or not they wanted us to do it. So we're going to hold off on doing that until we get confirmation. So we will either be breaking down that. Or we will be breaking down West Side Story next week. One of the two. Yes. yes. But until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan.
and we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long.